The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum where the Rockies take the first game of this brief two-game set. The final was 8-3. to The Rockies put the game away fairly early. Although the A's had tied the game in the bottom of the third on a sack fly by Mark Canna, then the two-run home run by Sam Hilliard, and that was a lead that the Rockies would never relinquish as they would score two more in the fifth inning and then against uh, Jordan Weems. Uh, that was against Weems in the fifth and three more uh, charged to Lou Trevino in the eighth. The A's had a lot of chances tonight. Uh, they weren't real robust with uh, their offense as the A's wound up with eight hits. But uh, they also received three walks. And early in the game, they had the bases loaded in the first inning. They had them loaded again in the third. Uh, They had a runner on base in the fourth. They had uh, a a double, a single, an E5, three base runners in the fifth inning. But the A's were 0 for 8 tonight with runners in scoring position. That was a big part of the story. As uh, Daniel Mingdon, the A's starter, takes the loss he went the first four innings, and again, an ace starting pitcher goes short as the longest outing so far in the first four, now uh, make it now five games, has been four and two-thirds. So the Rockies beat the A's by the count of 8-3. A reminder, this is the A's Clubhouse Show, and it's presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. The Clubhouse Show continues after this. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. This is A's Clubhouse. Well, a rough one from the Oakland Coliseum tonight. We'll be taking your phone calls here on the A's Clubhouse show at 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. And Ken Korak back at the Coliseum, the voice of the A's, the voice of summer, joins us once again. And, you know, Ken, for me... I have gotten so used to watching games without fans. It all started with the Korean baseball organization, staying up late and watching that on ESPN, and now watching all these games that, um, you know, we're watching it, we see cutouts, you kind of just focus on the baseball. But when you have a game like this, what is it like at the stadium? Well, it's interesting, Chris, because I think we're getting used to it too. I think it's kind of strange because we can hear the piped-in crowd noise through our headsets. And in doing the games, that makes a big difference because it really would be, I think, a lot rougher. You'd really notice the quiet if you didn't have that. So if that makes any sense, I think from our standpoint, it gives a little energy, I think, 
And I think is it, I don't know how all, all your listeners uh, feel about this, Chris, but when I've listened to games so far over the first week, and especially the exhibition games before the A's started uh, their season, I, I liked it. I liked there was that, that little buzz underneath that you like to hear when you're doing a game. And so I've really been focused on the field. I've tried to focus on the games, and I don't think you ever want to get used to the fact that there aren't any fans here, but it hasn't been... Uh, that been an, that big an issue so far for me. Now you really miss it, obviously. You know, you miss so many things right now. But um, you know, we're, I think we're just trying to focus on the field. Yeah, that's all you can do. I mean, I mean, really, it, it's tough to say this, but it's almost like you guys got to suck it up for all of us listening at home, right? It's like you just got to you got to be in such a mindset that it's about entertaining and, and I know that's very tough to do. I can't imagine, you know, someone who is giving a performance if you were doing, you know, like a live play on Broadway in front of an empty audience, but it's just for the camera. It cannot be easy. I don't, you know, Chris, I've been doing this for 40 years professionally. So that's our job. I mean, I don't think it's that hard. I think our job is to is to call the game and and do an accurate, credible account of the game and also try to entertain people. So it shouldn't be that hard for us. I mean, yeah. it's our job. I can't tell that no one's there. I, you know, and I'm listening to you guys uh, on A's cast, and I can't tell. So uh, the yeah. piped-in music, the, just the, the little sounds and everything, and we hear the elephant. and uh, uh, So, so good on that. But tonight, you, you know. It's, it's you, kind of familiar, too, because when you hear the drummers. Yes. Right? It's in the background the whole game. They got the whole track with the drummers. It does, it, it's, it gives you a sense of, even though there aren't fans here, that we're at home. You know, you mentioned this, this Rockies team has some talent. There's no question about it. It's just this is what it's like to be in a 60-game season is the fact that, you know, a loss hurts. I mean, we just can't brush it off. I mean, you're four and two. You're happy about that. It's a, a better start, but each loss is going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. But the other thing is there, they're, I mean, a silver lining, I guess, from the standpoint that we knew going in that the top line relievers would likely not be available. And not that you want to give up eight runs, but it never got to the point where it was so close that Bowmel felt like he tempted to use some of those guys, because they had, they had pitched so much. The games against the Angels were close games, Chris. And so you, the guys, all of the Soria, Hendricks, the rest of Petit, the two lefties. So he wanted to stay away from those guys uh, tonight. And so they had to turn to Weems and Trevino and Wendelkin, and they finished out the game. But uh, you would think the A's would have a much more substantial and available bullpen tomorrow afternoon. You know, kind of the norm right now is guys are going three, four, five. I mean, that's kind of what we're seeing. And Mainden goes four, gives up three. I think the Hillard home run was really kind of the backbreaker for him. And then you got Weems who comes in, and obviously it's his debut, as you guys talked about, a former catcher. Uh, you're going up against the heart of the order when you come in, um, gives up a couple runs. The next thing you know, you look up in the fifth inning, and you're down, you know, you're down what you're down five one that's right and plus in 10 more days chris you're going to be down to 28 players and in two weeks after that you're down to 26 so you've got to get your starters deeper into games but you've got to be careful now you can't get to a point where you have injuries like look at what dusty has said about the astros 
they've lost a half dozen start, uh, not starters, but well, one with Verlander, but you know, half their bullpen is on the uh, IL right now. In fact, more than half. They have nine rookies in their bullpen. And so you can't <laughs> allow that kind of stuff to happen because we're dealing with the shortened training, uh, the, the spring training 2.0 or summer camp, and a lot of people around the game feel that that's contributed to injuries early. So you just have to avoid that. You can't, you can't press it with your starting pitchers either right now. How crazy is that? Because you're allowed to have extra guys, but still every guy you have but one is a rookie. Well, that's right, except for Osuna, Roberto yeah. Osuna. That's right? He's never the happened. only guy they've got who has any experience <laughs> in the big leagues. Uh, yeah, I Chris, mean, that's the world. It's the world we're living in, Chris. It really is. And, and hopefully we can keep this thing together, you know, and get to the finish line. You know, I, I don't know what to say about Chris Davis anymore because I have this uh, kind of running stat from June 27, 2019. So since June 27th last year, he's now hitting well under 180. He's now struck out 79 times, only seven home runs, only 12 extra base hits. He left nine guys on base today. He's left 13 uh, overall. He hasn't gotten a hit this year, and it's just, it, it is a struggle to watch, and I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, you're right, and it was really tough. He came up, I mean, the first time he came up, he's had the bases loaded in the first inning and failed to score, and then... You know, the rest of the game, two on, two on, and then two on again. So, uh, you know, you don't want to, I think we mentioned this the other day, you don't want to see his confidence eroded. And that's the fear, right, Chris? Because he's coming off a tough year. Last year, he's 0 for 15 this year. And it becomes a tough call for Bo Mill because, as we said on the broadcast, he's already dealing with having to find playing time for Piscotti and Canna and Grossman. Because it looks like Laureano is going to play almost every day in center field. But, you know, maybe you sit him occasionally and try to get him a matchup against a guy you think is a really good matchup for him. But they have to get him going if they can. I mean, I, I still think you, you, it's too early to give up on Chris. Chris, uh, Because we know when he gets hot with the power bat, he can, he can be lethal. But um, there's no question that they've got to get that bat, that bat going or figure out something in that spot. Well, one bat that's going and blossoming, and I think we're going to see it for 60 games. I'm, I'm not going to say he's going to hit in every game, but Ramon Laureano came to play. Well, he's a great young player. He's going to be one of the best players in the game at some point if he isn't already, don't you think? If he's playing a premier position. That's the thing. If you hit and you hit for power and you play a premier defensive position – and it's like every single time he's got a chance to throw somebody out, like Arenado at home plate, even though he didn't get him, his arm is so good, he always has a shot at it. And he's a great kid, too. Yeah. He really is. He plays with passion, with enthusiasm. He's an impactful player. We've said this a million times over the years, that if you're going to have a great club, you have to have impactful players. And there have been years when the A's had, you know, good players, guys that were all right, but they didn't have impactful players. Uh, we think that this year's team has impactful players. No doubt about it, and uh, I hope we get another show tomorrow at third base. 
because uh, it's a treat. We got two, really, you could say, two of the greatest defensive third basemen. I mean, if you look at Arenado's numbers offensively, you look at Chapman, you know, setting the uh, third base record for home runs last year for the green and gold. I mean, offense is definitely there, but the way these guys, these guys are so special at third base. It is just the skill level is through the roof. Interesting, too. They each had a play that I'm sure they will say they should have made, too, tonight. They're so good, right? Uh, the little chopper that Matt, and there was a little traffic there with uh, the pitcher coming off the mound. Infield single, and then Arenado with, actually made the error on the ground ball to third that he bobbled, allowing the run to score. But, no, they're great. And to think they were at the same high school, although they never really played much together one year, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and Matt was just a, a little kid, as he said, at that, like 5'5 five, five or 5'6. Five, when he was a sophomore and Arenado was a senior. But uh, it says a lot that those guys know each other so well and they played on the same high school team. Yeah, Arenado's older brother is friends with the Chapman family. Chapman's sister no, went, went to school with Arenado's younger brother. I mean, the families know each other so well. They live close. So it's truly a wonderful story. You know what? Forget highlights. Get out of here. Forget today. Get us a win tomorrow, and it'll be a much better postgame show. Drive home safely. Day baseball tomorrow, pal. Cannot wait. Yeah, we'll see you, man. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. The great Ken Korak here as these losses are going to be brutal. They're going to be brutal. It's just the way it's – we've been trying to get you ready for this. You know, every opportunity – 2.7 going one way, 2.7 going the other. And with what happened tonight in Houston, I didn't see the final score, but I know the Dodgers won. Let me refresh my scoreboard here. I love it, too. Oh, I love it that... With a lead, Joe Kelly smokes Bregman. Yeah, final 5-2. to two. Yeah, here's the opportunity. You had the opportunity to pick up a game on the Astros. No one's going to run and hide. Like, look at these two juggernauts, the Astros and the Dodgers. They're 3-2. and two. The A's are 3-2. and two. No, Unless somebody wins 10 in a row... No one's going to run and hide. That's why every game's like a playoff game. Matt Chapman said to us, you know what, oh, we'll talk about that next. What Matt Chapman as a player, you know, the broadcaster can say whatever. But how the player's feeling about it, I talked with Matt Chapman earlier today on A's Cast Live. We'll talk about that next. Your phone call's coming up. We'll hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. The number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. Yes, this is your postgame show. This is the Clubhouse Show, and it is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. In case it's been a while... This is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale won't last. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is 
A's. Go! We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. How much money would you like to save just by doing something you're already doing? 15 or 25 percent? How about 30 percent? Here in California, all state safe drivers can save 30 percent just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 30 percent just by driving safe. Allstate can help lower your cost of driving. Safe drivers can save 30 percent or more. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a face mask when you leave the house. Maintain social distancing and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com backslash resources. For additional resources and information on COVID-19, please stay safe. That's athletics.com backslash resources. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's let's pause for station identification right here on the A's Radio Network. You're listening to A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. You know, a little bit later, I, I'm going to talk about what I talked about today on A's Cast Live about the Marlins. And the way this has been covered, especially by sports people who it's like they forget how to be a journalist and how to really cover it. As Marley Rivera from ESPN brought out today that there's been 6,400 tests conducted since Friday, July 24th. There have been no new positives of on-field personnel from any of the other 29 teams. This is a Marlins deal. Now, hopefully nobody with the Phillies gets it because they played them. But this is a Marlins deal. And this isn't from them coming to summer camp. This has happened while they've been together. And one of two things that has happened, because we've talked to A's players, and I've read what giant players have said. You know, they're all, they're all saying, hey, we got to do this all for each other. Either somebody got really, really unlucky or somebody did something that they probably shouldn't have. They shouldn't have probably going somewhere they shouldn't have gone. You know, going somewhere they shouldn't go without a mask, without Purell, you know. We're all supposed to be super cautious with these teams. You know, now... If we get five, six other teams and this happens, then you'll be like, okay, the Marlins, it was inevitable. But if it's only the Marlins for now and for a while, something happened in their traveling party. Whether it was in Miami, in Atlanta, or in Philadelphia. Something happened. You know, there was that one person that came to camp Admitted to going to a a backyard picnic party, no mask, hanging around a bunch of people that you don't know, 
how they have quarantined, how they have handled their business, and they got it, or you're hanging around large groups of people, that's all stuff that they, these guys need to be very cognizant of, that you cannot do that. And maybe if we can take, and there's no positive that I can spin out of what's going on with the Marlins, but I may say this, maybe it can refocus all the other 29 teams, players, staff. Because last night when I got, when I, now we had a day game yesterday, but it was last night I'm watching the Reds game, and the Reds are making a comeback against the Cubs. Kimbrell's falling apart, and they're in the dugout. And I see this way too often as a mask. Trevor Bauer has just the mask hanging from his ear along with our old Sonny Gray. Like, what are you doing? Put the mask on. You're in the dugout. So maybe, just maybe, and let's hope that this is just a Marlins thing. But maybe this will reinforce to everybody, hey, We've got to take care of ourselves. Wear the mask. And, I, you know, now we have seen, you know, I watching the highlights on MLB Network and looking at the game tonight, so many different people. I like the idea of the, of, I don't, it's not really like a mask, but whatever the covering is that you can put around your neck and then pull it up right over your nose. It makes it real easy so when you're at the plate, you don't really want to wear that, but you get the base hit or you walk, you get down to first base, you can quickly put it on. I think Marcus was one of the first guys I saw doing that. I thought the Angels did a did a did a good job with that. But that's where we are. And I hope they're going to really investigate and talk to the guys with the Marlins and say, "Okay, cuz we've already seen a Los Angeles Clipper as he's going into the bubble, he was out at a gentleman's club." That's no bueno. Can't be going there and then going to the bubble. And he's now had to be quarantined. I mean, everybody has to do what's right if this thing's going to work. I have a thing. Good morning, America. Dr. Fauci was on Good Morning America talking about baseball. Play it for you a little bit. And he talked about, you know, the concerns. on that. But in the end, he said baseball should not stop. My, I mean, you woke up today and everybody, I mean... And I was talking to Robert, our producer. He's like, yeah, it's kind of like when this first hit us and there's the fear and the scare and, oh, my God. And, and, and Hey, the 29 teams are doing well right now. Could it flip? Of course. But as of right now, it looks like 29 teams are doing everything they can to keep this from spreading inside their own world. That's why I wonder what was going on with players from the Marlins. And we had Craig Mish on today. And I'm going to get to the phone calls at 510-956-3700. I just had to get this off my chest. Uh, I had Craig, Craig Mish is the guy that breaks all the stuff out of South Florida. And I asked him, I know everybody wants, you know, now people want to talk positive about test. And, you know, because death rate is starting. The more you test positive and the less people that die, the death rate changes. And that's a great thing. But I want to know, you know, do they have symptoms? 
Because that's the scary part. When you test positive and you don't have symptoms. It sounds like the majority of the Marlin players don't have symptoms. But that's also a good thing. Because that means they quarantine, come back, test negative twice, and you're ready to play again. Just like our own Jesus Lazardo, Just like Tyler Glass now. Lazardo threw on Saturday. He tested positive early on. Glass now threw yesterday. Was it yesterday or Sunday? Mm, can't remember, but he threw. So, and hopefully these these Marlin players get them back in two weeks. They test negative. They'll be back playing, but maybe they'll all. I just I just want to know: was one guy or two guys really unlucky, or were people going out? You know, because in some states, I mean, it's it's hard for us to believe in, in, in Northern California. We've been shut down since March 15th. Haven't been able to go into a restaurant in March 15th. A bar? Are you kidding me? I've just been happy to be separated. A couple of restaurants by my house have patios, and they're, and they're separating you more than six feet. My God, just to be in a patio has been refreshing. In other states, people have been going to bar. My, I have a buddy. He like called me. Couldn't be, he's like, he goes, I got a mask on, but I'm in a bar right now. I'm like, you're in a bar in Nevada? Are you kidding me? Casinos are open. It's unreal. All right, Jesse from Pleasant Hill. Jesse, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show and A's Talk. Tony, tough loss tonight. It felt like they never really had a shot, um, you know. Once Mangden gave up that two-run home run, the way the offense has been going, it kind of felt like an uphill battle right there. So um, really want to call in and talk about Matt Olson because you had um, a Rockies broadcaster on earlier today, and the broadcaster was talking about how he thinks um, uh, Nolan Arenado can go to the Hall of Fame if he puts up five more good years. And I start thinking, you know, who on the A's could go to the Hall of Fame? Because we got a lot of good players right now. Is there any Hall of Fame candidate? And I really think of the of all the good players we have right now, the one guy that if I had to bet is going to the Hall of Fame, like if I had to bet money, it, it would be Matt Olson. And here's why. I think Matt Olson, before his career is over, if he doesn't have any like injury problems or anything like that, I think this guy could hit 500 home runs in his career. I think he could win six, seven gold gloves. I think he could probably finish his career with more than 500 home runs, a bunch of gold gloves, and hopefully a World Series ring. And if he does that, I think he's a Hall of Famer. And if you look at other guys like um, Jim Tomey, you look at, Matt uh, or uh, Willie McCovey, who I, I think Matt Olson could compare favorably to. Not favorably, but, you know, in, in, the, in the ballpark in terms of raw power and all that. These guys had similar amounts of home runs at the same age as, as, uh, as Matt Olson. And I don't see Matt Olson's career, his skill set dipping once he gets past 30. Because his skill set is power, first base defense. Those are two things he can hold on to into his 30s. So, like, I really think if there's a guy on the, on the A's right now who could probably get to the Hall of Fame, it would, I, w- I would bet, and I'm not trying to slight Matt 
Chapman or Ramon Laureano or any of those guys, I would bet on Matt Olson. You know, Jesse, we think so much alike. It's, it's, it's crazy. I've said on the program, if I had to bet the next A to win the MVP, I'd bet Matt Olson. And I said I would bet on Olson to win the American League MVP this year. He's 26 years old. He's entering his prime. He has endless power. As you mentioned, phenomenal defensively. I don't watch Freddie Freeman every day with the Braves. A lot of people say he's great. I know Matt Olson's great at first base. And his flexibility and the way he drives the baseball, that can play well into your 30s. And then with the extreme natural power and the lift that he gets on the ball, he get. I mean, you want to talk about you want to have a Hall of Fame career, he could end up playing well into his 30s with being a DH, like so many guys have, whether you're talking Reggie Jackson, George Brett, Dave Winfield, Paul Molitor, all these guys became DHs when they couldn't run like they used to. So I, I'm with you. I, 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 You look at his numbers and his ability to put up power numbers, and if you could get – I do think he will win an MVP – I do think he'll hit over 500 home runs, and that's and that starts putting you in the category. And remember, we're now kind of getting back to, we're kind of getting back to like we were fooled in the steroid era, you know, where like people, you know, 500 home runs didn't seem like that big of a deal because we had all these guys guys getting to 600 home runs. I think getting back to 500 home runs is going to be a real big deal. Yeah, once you start to see this generation of guys not get there and, and only a few sort of rise to that level, then the writers won't have any choice but to separate a guy like Olsen from, you know, a guy like Eric Hosmer, who probably won't even hit 250 in his career. But, well, you know, I agree. I think well, – I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I'll give you a guy who was really affected by the steroid era, who I have nothing but respect for and was a terrific player, was Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff led the league in home runs multiple times, but he wasn't a steroid guy who's popping out who's popping out 52 or 55. Fred McGriff would lead the league with like 35, 36. I mean, Fred McGriff was a really good defensive first baseman. He was a terrific hitter. He's a great player, great teammate. But he was around when all these guys were juicing and they were putting up numbers that were just unbelievable. Good man. And his numbers, his baseball card, his baseball reference page is just, it's too, it's too loaded. I don't see how he doesn't get in eventually, Veterans Committee or something like that. But, you know, just, you know, going back to Olsen, I see this guy as, as the, if we're going to talk about, like, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to sign everybody. But if I got to pick one, I'm picking him. That's my, that's, that's, I'm going to go on the record with that right now. And I don't mind. If they re-sign Loriano long-term, I'm cool with that. Simeon, fine. Uh, Chapman, love that. But if I got to pick one that I'm going eight to ten years on, I'm going Matt Olson because I feel like his skill set can go deeper into that contract uh, than any of these other guys. Pre- hey, Jesse, I got to roll. Appreciate the phone call, but I got to sign Chapman too. Chapman's a winner. Chapman's a guy that's a heart and soul. Chapman's a leader. 
He's a leader by example. He's a leader by toughness. The defense that he also plays. I need them both. These are great players. You cannot allow them to get out. They're special kids. Tremendous players. I had, I had Matt Chapman on today just talking about, you know, his stats at times. Yeah, he wants stats, but he cares about – he comes to the ballpark to win. That's the kind of guy I want to suit up with. And you know what? As a fan and as a broadcaster, that's the kind of guy I want to watch every day. I want to watch a guy who comes to the ballpark and says, I want to kick their ass. Let's go. The number is 510-956-3700. For some of you, if you want to continue to listen to the postgame show – all you need to do is go to athletics.com slash A's cast. Click on it. Hit listen now. You can listen to the rest of the postgame show. A's with a tough loss to the Rockies, 8-3. to three. We got more coming up next right here on A's cast. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale won't last. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. It's Mattress Firm's Summer Save and Sleep Event. Save up to $300 on our top-rated brands like Beautyrest, Serta, Sealy, and more. Plus, get a free adjustable base with select mattress purchase of $6.99. Or get up to 50% off select mattresses from our best-selling brands. Don't wait. Shop in-store, online at mattressfirm.com, or by phone for these amazing deals. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. You're listening to A's Cast. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. You know, signing, talking about signing players. You know, these are these are guys that you could have for quite a while. And you could win with this core for quite a while. And you know, this is this is why the stadium has become so important. The stadium has become very important for the city of Oakland. There's a lot of projects that have either gone away or on hold in the city of Oakland. I mean, you hear Dave Cavill, the president, talk about it all the time. Look at all the union jobs. Look at all the jobs. Look at all the growth that the ballpark can bring. It's still amazing to me when I see people on... Twitter try to oppose it like you don't want growth you don't want the jobs you don't want what you've seen in other cities where these new stadiums and arenas and football stadiums pop up I've been very fortunate to travel around with the A's I've been very fortunate to drive to travel around with the Raiders and you go to these places communities grow out of them nice ones and then that adds more jobs there's restaurants and retail and all this kind of stuff that goes around these parks around the country. So whenever I hear somebody opposing, I'm like, well, what, what, what side are you on? You don't want more jobs? You don't want more money? It just, sometimes it just does not make sense. Uh, Greg in San Luis Obispo, you're now on A's Talk. Hey, what's cracking, Tony? First caller of the year, staying up late tonight. 
It's not late. It's only 1020. <laughs> well, you think with the 640 start time, it'd be, you know, maybe we'd be, we'd be, you know, getting into this thing about 945, 930, but, you know, it's after 10. It's, you're right. It ain't late. I live in St. Louis. I, I, you know, I'm living the dream down here. So yeah. a couple things I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to touch on with you. Um, you know, one you already kind of talked about with, uh, with Kenny Korak, you know, at what point does, does Melvin really think about shutting Chris Davis down? I know it's early in the season, but you know, it's a 60 game sprint. You can't just, you know, tinker with him and hope he figures it out. You know, he's, he's not only he's over, he's over 14. He's, he's making outs in big spots. He's leaving a ton of runners on bases loaded. You know, he's striking out with, with, with two guys on second, third. And, you know, I just don't know how much longer you can keep rolling with him in a 60 game sprint. So, um, you know, that's one thing. Second thing I want to touch on is, is I look at this rotation Townie, and I really want you to touch on this. Um, obviously I think Frankie Montas is a number one guy. You know, I think you look at the fires, he's probably a two or three, but then after that, without Lizardo in the rotation, I mean, you got a bunch of, you know, Bassett. Okay. Maybe he's a four at best. Uh, Megden, he's probably a five at best. And then Sean Manea, I mean, maybe a three or a four if you're lucky, but you really got two guys in that rotation right now that you can really rely on in fires and Frankie Montas, you know, Manea coming off injury. I mean, the last last time we saw him, he was getting touched up in the wild card game. So, you know, as much as I love this rotation and the depth of it, I think without, without Jesus Lazardo in there, that, that's kind of the big three with Montas fires and, and, and Lazardo, but who knows how Lazardo is going to pan out. I mean, been injured a lot. And I just look at this rotation and I, and I have my worries about it. You know, it just doesn't look, as deep as you'd think it does, you know, uh, you know, a Megden, a Bassett, it's good to have those guys, but again, they're probably number five guys at best. So, you know, that, that's one thing I want to touch on. The third thing, I guess, Tony, you, you were, you're touching on with these guys, Chapman, Simeon, Olson. I mean, let's be realistic here. We're not going to be able to sign all three of those guys. I, I hate to say that. I'm a lifelong A's fan. My dad was a season ticket holder in the seventies. I'm a born and bred green and gold. Ricky Henderson's my hero. He's a, the goat, in my opinion. So I'm a longtime A's fan, and I'm a realist about this thing. There is no way that we can sign all three of those guys. We'll be lucky to get one of them, let alone two. So I'd like you to touch on all three of those things and just, just kind of get your feelings on that, Tony. Well, I don't want to be a realist. I want to, I want to, I want to believe that we can sign all three. Um, it will be tough. I understand. That's why the ballpark is going to play such a, a big part in that, because uh, you're not going to want to open up a ballpark without star players. That's like a really bad move. Uh, I think other organizations have definitely, um, you know, they've understood that, and that's why you got to have some star power when you go into the new new building. I like Bassett. I I think Bassett can win you a lot of games. Uh, Bassett, you know, is a good arm. Bassett is somebody that was a little bit behind, but once you ramp him up, I think he's better than you think. Uh, Manaya came back lights out from the, the from the uh, the shoulder problem. Only problem was he got touched up in the wild card game, but I think he can win games. Um, yeah, whether whether guys are ones, twos, threes, or fours, I mean Mingdon's only here because of injury. I know. Right. Hey, if you can tell me. You can guarantee me right now, you're going to put Jesus Cesarda out there once he's ready to go, and he's going to give me at least six dominant innings. And he's going to be able to stay healthy. I'm in. But if you're going to be constantly worried, like his pitch count gets up, and oh my God, we got to take him out in the fourth, I don't know how valuable he is. And I know fans hate when I, when I say this. I, I, you know, I'd rather have you get me a lead 
and then I can bring in Jesus, shut her down six, seven, eight, hand the ball to Liam Hendricks, and it's ball game over. But if he's only going to give me three out of the gate, one, two, and three, and now I got to cover the rest of the game with the bullpen, I don't know. But if but if you can guarantee me, we can't guarantee anything. But if you can, if if you you can tell me that I'm not going to be so a prisoner to his pitch count. And I'm going to let him go out there and pitch, and he, I'm going to let him get me six innings. I'm down. But if all of a sudden, like he has one bad inning and the pitch counts up, and oh, we got to get him out, and he only goes three and a third, then I really have him in the bullpen. No, I agree with that, and, and you know, I hear what you, most fans kind of complain about that, but I'm on your side with that. I'm just looking at this A's team as it's a playoff team, and not only that, it, it's World Series time. I mean, this the core of this group, as we've touched on, they're great players, but. You're talking a five-game series, a seven-game series, and you got two starters in, in Fires and Montas that you can really rely on. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I want you know Bassett in the thick of things when, when you're talking playoff World Series baseball. I mean, you got to have at least. I, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, I look at it as like a, a you know a number one or a number two and a bunch of number fours and fives. You know, at, at best with Manea, you know, may, maybe he's your three, but. You know, I'm thinking seven-game series, and the rotation just doesn't look as good as we thought it did before the season started. That's just my opinion. Well, hey, go around baseball. I mean, right now, if you're the Houston Astros, you lost Cole, you lost Miley, and you now, even though they soured on Miley, but still, you have Cole, Cole and Miley gone, and now Verlander's gone. And now you're looking around, and all you got is a 36-year-old Zach Greinke. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you got Scherzer and Strasburg. God, Strasburg was just scratched from his start because of a nerve problem in his hand. I don't know how many teams you can really line up and go. I, I mean, probably the big three in uh, in Tampa. They might be the best, but being super super deep and saying, "Oh my God, I got really four horses." Good luck with that, my friend. Right. Right. I just like to have three reliable sources. And that's why if you go Montas fires Lazardo again, there's a big question mark with Lazardo. I get that. But I think that team on paper looks a lot better for playoff hopes, World Series hopes than, you know, a bunch of number fours in Manea, you know, Megden and, you know, and, and Bassett. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. Bassett won 10 games last year. So I, I don't want to I don't want to poo poo him too much. I, I think he's, he's probably a solid, you know, four or five guy in your rotation. But then again, it's like, you know, I don't know. I just see holes in that rotation. And, you know, if guys are only going to go four innings, it's going to be a long season anyways. you got to have guys go more than four innings, or the bullpen's just going to be flat-out wore out. Trevino's a mop-up guy at this point. Um, you know, the young kid, Weems, and I, you know, he had to get his feet wet. But, you know, I, I think you only got the, the, the top end of that bullpen with, obviously, Hendricks closing and, you know, Soria and the other guys. I think those are your reliable guys. The rest of that bullpen is just mop-up guys. Well, I want you to think of this with Jesus Lazardo. Here we are. We're in a sprint of 60 games. How many games has he started? <laughs> When's he going to start? Point. When's he going to start? I mean, spring training always talked about his puck and Lazardo. I, I, I don't even know if we'll see puck this year. See, that's what my, my, see my whole thing is every, dealing in hypotheticals, right? Right. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what Jesus Lazardo is built for. I don't know because this is a kid who got Tommy John early, and so what happens when you get Tommy John? You get babied, and you're never allowed to stretch it out. You're never allowed to be that guy. 
So I don't know. Yes, you know, Frankie Montas. I mean, you want to talk about a one-two punch of Frankie Montas and Jesus Lazardo? Yeah, but that's a hypothetical because I don't know. Are you telling me by the time we get to the postseason, I can see, and this is so unfair, but I can see Scherzer and Strasburg and Montas and, and Lazardo be like that? I don't know. You got to dip your toe in the water to find out. I think this is the year where you got to find it out because I just think that rotation, you know, a- a- after Montas and Friars, it's a toss up. I don't trust Manea. You know, I know he had a good little run when he came back last year, but again, you're talking about an injured guy who, who blew out his shoulder. And, you know, like I said, the last time we remember Manea, he was getting touched up in the wild card game, and he did look good the other night against the Angels. He did not look good. I- it's early in the season. Well, the first three innings, innings, he looked really good. damn good. And then after that, it kind of fell apart. But yeah. Right, right. Yeah, let's see. I mean, it's, it's be there. Put it this way. Let's give it like, at some point, we're going to start seeing starters throw, throw more innings, right, as they're starting to sure. build up. And at that sure. point, let's see where the A's are. And then it might be time to say, all right, let's go shopping. Who's shopping? Even <laughs> though there's 16 teams out there, um, who's going to be shopping somebody? And is, is there going to be – I mean, look, they – Billy Bean went out and got two veteran guys last year at the deadline. Let's let's see if somebody's going to be shopping uh, August 31st. So when August 31st rolls around, and maybe you're not confident in some of the stuff you have, and then maybe it's going to be time to uh, to grab that shopping uh, the shopping cart and go into the store and find something. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I'm with you, Lazardo. If you trot him out for you know fifth, sixth, and seventh inning is kind of a shutdown guy to get to to Hendricks. If that's the way it's got to be, I mean, there's worse things than that. You know, especially come playoff time, and you know maybe Puck's okay by then, and we can bring him out of the bullpen. So we are deep, and there are options. And I don't want to sound like it's you know the end of the world after Game Five, but again, I just kind of look at that rotation, and I'm like, yeah, it's you know a one and a two and a bunch of fours, and you know. Well, this wasn't the rotation you were supposed to have. Remember, all we talked about was right. Puck and Lazardo, and how oh, great the power arms and all that. You know, it's all we talked about in spring training, and neither guy has started, and. I don't know when the next start is possibly going to be. I just, I can deal in facts, and fact is the A's have started a season. They've played five games, and neither guy has started. Tomorrow's game number six. You know, before you know it, we're going to be down to 50 games. And then before you know it, we're down to 40 games. This thing's going to go fast, so I don't know when. Hey, if they feel Jesus is ready to go, let's go. But until I see that, until I can write his name in my scorebook as a starter, I'll believe it when I say Kind of like Verlander. When Verlander's like, I'm not done yet, well, I'll believe Verlander's on the mound when I can write him into my scorebook. Right, right. All right, I, I got to roll. All right. Thanks, Downey. Have a good night, brother. Thank you. Coming up next, it's Bob Melvin, the skipper, talking about this loss to the Colorado Rockies, 8-3. to You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show and A's Talk, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone! 
We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. How much money would you like to save? just by doing something you're already doing. 15 or 25%? How about 30%? Here in California, all state safe drivers can save 30% just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 30% just by driving safe. Allstate can help lower your cost of driving. Safe drivers can save 30% or more. Visit allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. Howdy folks, Colonel Sanders here, and I'm proud to introduce our newest tasty treat, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Fried Chicken and Donuts are an indulgent, delicious, sweet and savory treat that's cooked fresh and hot to order. If you like Kentucky Fried Chicken and you like donuts, then this'll make your day, or night, or whenever time you happen to eat it, which works out just fine because they're cooked fresh and served hot all day. For a limited time, they're available as a chicken and donut sandwich or in a basket with tenders. Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Get them while they're hot, only at KFC. They're finger-licking good. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. The Oakland A's stand in solidarity with the black community against racism and injustice. This season is dedicated to champion organizations that serve the needs of Oakland's black community. The A's will work with local nonprofits focused on racial justice, social reform, African-American youth, and revitalizing Oakland. To learn more about the A's work in the community, visit athletics.com backslash Black Lives Matter. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Not easy to lose in a season like this. Everybody's going to be desperate. Everybody's going to be hungry. Everybody knows the stakes. Look at the standings. Everybody's going to be bunched up. Who can go on a winning streak? And it doesn't have to be, oh my God, they've won 10 in a row. Who can win five in a row? 
Who can win three in a row, four in a row, five in a row? That's huge. You don't have one team that's undefeated. You don't have one team that hasn't won a game. They're all bunched up. You got teams who you thought stunk. The Tigers are three and two. The Tigers don't need to. Last time, the Tigers front office doesn't want to win. The players want to win, but the Tigers don't. Orioles got postponed, but the Orioles, God, they're horrific. They're two and one. Look at the Padres getting out to a hot start. They beat the Giants tonight five to three. They're four and one. Twins continue to hit home runs. They're three and one. The Tribe with a win over the Chai Sox. They're four and one. Rays look dominant. They're four and one. Cubbies, Rizzo's going off. Baez went off today. Cubbies are four and one. And I can just hear it now. Towns and it's it's small sample size. Yeah. Guess what? The whole season's small sample size. The whole season's about overreaction. You want to make the playoffs? You want a chance? Want a chance to win the World Series? Because my new mantra is: this is going to be one of the toughest World Series to ever win. There's going to be no this whole this whole bogus, and this is why this whole cliche old school baseball media gets really really tired. You know, should we have an asterisk on this? No. This is actually one of the toughest World Series to ever win. You're playing through a pandemic. You're, pa- you're playing through a-, a situation no baseball player has ever had to play through before. You've now added more teams to the postseason than ever before. You just, you just don't have to beat a handful of good teams. Now you've got to beat all these different teams. And all these teams that get in, they've got a puncher's chance. We've never seen that before. This could arguably be the hardest World Series ever to win. No one's ever had pressure to win every single night. Oh, my God, we got to win every night because they never had to play 60 games. This is so different from what anybody has ever done. It's not even close. So so these old school people with their asterisks, you know what? I'm going to have, and who was it? Was it the GM of the... I've been the GM of the Astros or guys. One of the GMs said the team that actually can stay healthy. I I didn't hear the quote. So I don't want to put words in this guy's mouth, but the team that stays healthy and that probably also probably throws in the virus there too. The team that stays healthy is going to win this thing. A good team, obviously it's going to win this thing. You know, teams that, Teams that wouldn't have a shot in 100, 162 games now have a shot in 60 games. Why not? Everybody's got a puncher's chance. That's why it's going to be so hard to win. You're not going to see this. They won by 20 games. They won the West by 20 games. Nuh-uh. Look already. We've played, we've played a few games. Already the Padres are on top of the Dodgers. When normally the Dodgers would just hit the Dodgers would get into fifth gear and they'd be gone. That ain't happening. Dodgers, they, you're going to have to earn every little thing. It's not like you're going to roll in for every three game set and beat the crap out of everybody because you have so much better talent. That ain't happening. That's why it's going to be a very interesting season. All right, here's the skipper, Bob Melvin, after the A's lose to the Colorado Rockies 8 to 3. Hi, Bob. Hey. 
Um, I know we've asked you an awful lot about Chris, but that was a particularly tough night stranding as many runners as he did. What did you see going on with him? Just pressing some. You know, if you watch his BP, it's good, but it's got to transfer to the game. So um, it's just a little bit of a struggle for him right now. And um, it's tough. He's going through a tough stretch. What, as a, a manager, can you can you do? Do you do anything with the lineup? Do you give him a day off? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we just came in here afterward. I, I would I always like to talk to the guys that uh, if they're getting a day off or whatever, after the game before I say anything to the media. How does the start like this make a difference when you're playing 60 games as opposed to 162? How does what? How does a start like this for Chris make a difference in, in a 60-game season as opposed to a 162-game season? Well, you know, I've said all along that leashes can be a little bit shorter when you struggle in 60 games. It's like being in August right now. So, um, you know, some of the guys that have track records deserve a little bit of a longer leash. Um, you know, certain guys need a day off, sometimes a couple days potentially. Different look. but. Uh, you know, he's, he's been really good for us over the years. He's just had a little tough time second half last year, and he's gone off to a tough start to, uh, this year. Well, you said you were down a few relievers today. What did you think of it? Uh, just what you Say that again? Uh, being down a few relievers today, what did you think of what you got from, uh, from Weems? You know what? He got a little bit of a tough start, but, boy, he, he finished up well. He threw, you know, he threw at a high velocity. He got control of his breaking pitch. You know, one. I told him with with Chapman on the bunt that you'll learn. Your instincts tell you to go after it, and he's a really good athlete. You you'll learn that you just get out of the way, and, and he'll he'll come there and he'll make that play. So uh, that's just all about you know being around guys and understanding. But I thought he threw the ball pretty well and finished up strong. Like I said, you know, overall our pitching numbers weren't great today. We didn't have to use a lot of the guys we've been using. Um, and, and, you know, JB pitched out of a, out of a jam, which was good to see. And Lou had a little bit of a tough time too. Daniel was, was okay. Some innings good, some innings not so good. What, what, uh, do you think, um, Daniel struggled with just in terms of his, um, efficiency? Was he missing? Like, uh, what was the issue with so many runners uh, getting on for him? You know what? He, he strike one can be a problem for him sometimes. He tries to be a little bit too fine at times. Um, you know, it's it's getting the pitch count down and, and trying to, you know, get the other team to put the ball in play earlier in the count. It's not he's not trying to do that. He's he's not trying to throw the ball over the middle of the plate. He's trying to throw to the corners and sometimes gets behind. I think you mentioned earlier today that uh, Lozardo might be able to start tomorrow. What did you see from the bullpen today that might help you make that decision? Uh, tomorrow? No. Montos is starting tomorrow. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Mis misread it. Yeah, we whether or not we were going to pitch him, piggyback him, depending with Montas, or if we'd give him his own start, um, we'll see how that goes. We'll have a better indication, obviously, during the game tomorrow. He'll be available to pitch. If not, maybe we we give him his own game. Uh, we'll see how they, we'll see how Frankie does and how how long he pitches tomorrow. How do you think Grossman is swinging the bat lately? Well, 
he's been swinging the bat pretty well. I mean, you know, everybody's going to have a, a an off night. Um, he swung at the first pitch a couple times, and when he didn't, got deeper in counts. He had better at bats, but he he's been pretty good for us this year all the way around. Going to need a big start from uh, Frankie Montas tomorrow. And once again, very secretive about, okay, what are you going to do with Jesus Lazardo? When's he going to start? When can we go? That's the day he's starting. We haven't heard that yet. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Dr. Fauci and then Max Kellerman from ESPN. That's coming your way right here on A's Total Access. Oh, not You're A's Total from Access. Home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. A crying baby is impossible to ignore, but a quiet baby can be easy to forget. Every year, dozens of children lose their lives because otherwise attentive adults forgot they were in the back seat. It only takes a moment for a car to heat up to dangerous levels, even on cooler days. So get in the habit of always looking in the back seat and use reminders to ensure baby is always with you. Where's baby? Look before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and get full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre- and post-game content, and of course, all the great A's action this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today to get started. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Kleinschmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams at NBC Sports California. 
At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. A's fans, have you seen the great images of our fans all around the Coliseum during NBC Sports California broadcasts? Way back, no doubt, how far will it fly? With our Coliseum Cutouts program, fans can still be a part of the ballpark atmosphere even while watching from home. These awesome cutouts benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more about the program at athletics.com slash cutouts. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show and also on A's Talk. Had a debut tonight. How about the flowing locks? Very, very impressive. Jordan Weems, we've been waiting to see him. Converted catcher, he throws really hard. Struggled in the first inning. But then after that, not not it, struggled in his first inning. But then the next two innings settled down. Three innings, gave up two runs, struck out three. He gave up the... I mean, look what he's facing. Can you imagine your debut? You're going Story, Blackman, Arenado, Daniel Murphy. I mean, that's no day at the beach, but then he settled down. Here he was after the game. Hey, Jordan. Uh, how was... Uh, how, how do you describe just sort of the, both the emotions and, and um, how your how your debut went? I guess um, To say it was everything that I dreamed of would be um, not... Not the correct words, I guess, just because, you know, when you're little and you're dreaming of being in the big leagues, you're thinking of, you know, a crowded stadium and um, just kind of going into that moment with, you know, everybody screaming and making a loud noise. But um, it was it was exciting. And, you know, it was uh, you kind of zone all that stuff out, even even though there's no fans in the stadium and you just kind of go out there and try to focus on doing your job and doing what, you know, um, is the team, want, you know, to help the team out win. The uh, the first strikeout. Um, what did that mean to to uh, get right after it uh, with, with that first played uh, appearance? Oh uh, yeah, you know I was coming in the game, and you know my goal is to, um, you know when I came in the I think the fourth inning, you know my goal was to go right at those guys and, um, you know kind of give the team some length, you know. Uh, so to 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 start it off with a with a K, you know that's uh that's kind of awesome. You know, I, I, when it, when it, when it all happened, you don't really think about it in that moment, but now that the game's over, you know, it's, it's kind of cool that I, you know, struck out Trevor story from, you know, my first, um, first batter and MLB. Usually have family and friends in the stands for your debut. How were you able to, to connect with, with any of your family after or before this? Uh, yeah, so I haven't connected with them yet. They're on the East coast, so it's probably a little late, but I know they stayed up and watched, you know, and, uh, but, um, yeah, so it was kind of bittersweet when I told my mom the news that, and my, you know, my dad and just my family and, you know, all my loved ones that I was going to be a big leaguer. And um, then it kind of set in that, you know, it's they're not going to be able to see it for the first time. And uh, it's kind of sad, you know, because it's something you work for, you know, it wouldn't be possible without my mom and dad. And so um, kind of getting emotional talking about it. You know, um, I know they would have done anything to be here. And uh, 
it just feels good. Do you think uh, maybe, you know, when the fans are, are allowed back in into stadiums and such that, that it might be like a second debut kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've thought about that in my head too, you know, just, you know, hopefully um, we can get ahead of this coronavirus thing going around and uh, everybody just take the proper precautions to that we can get back to normalcy, you know, and get back to where fans can come in and enjoy baseball. You know, it's America's pastime, and I think people want that, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Were you able to keep anything from from the outing, ball or anything, during for a strikeout? Uh, yeah, Hendricks went and he got it for me. You know, they authenticated it on my first strike and uh, the first pitch and, you know, my first strikeout. So um, I, I'm going to get to keep, keep those, and, you know, those are going to be meaningful for the rest of my life. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks sir. Hell yeah. You pitched in a Major League Baseball game. And no one can ever take that away from you. And he's going to pitch in more Major League Baseball games. But, yeah, I mean, you're first. I mean, he can say, what was your debut like? Well, let me tell you. I had to go up against Trevor Story, one of the top-hitting shortstops in all of baseball. Then I had to face Charlie Blackman, who that guy absolutely rakes. And then he could say the third guy I had to face. I mean, Arenado might be a Hall of Famer. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely on track. Daniel Murphy has been a solid player for years. I mean... That's pretty cool. Now, I can't imagine. I mean, I really can't. I mean, I mean, you like to get a you like to get a kid in there, and well, he's not really a kid, but you know what I'm talking about. Get a guy in there, and he's not he's not facing the heart of the lineup. But hey, throw him in there. Let's go. But what? That's a lot of fun. Always seeing debuts, but you know the yeah. That's the sad thing is normally what's so cool about debuts is that you see mom, you see dad. They're the ones that took you to all these games in Little League and Pony League and Babe Ruth and however you played and where you grew up in the country and to watch you then grow into high school and maybe you went out of high school or it's college and then, they, you know, they've been supporting you your whole life and to watch them tremble as their phones and they're trying to take the video or take pictures and they're crying and all that, that's good stuff. It's memorable stuff. I love it every year. It happens every year, and I love it every year. I'm a sucker for it. All right, earlier today, first let's play Max Kellerman. There's two different ways. Well, there actually is only one way I have heard reporting on this. It's all doom and gloom. Everything's in trouble. No matter what the commissioner said last night on MLB Network, I had for you on A's Cast Live, if you didn't hear it, Stan Kasten, who I've had on the program before, president of the Dodgers, has run a franchise in the NBA, NHL. He had a quote saying, we knew at some point some guys were going to get it. And it's kind of like I sit back and I go, the media doesn't understand, and I'm in the media too, so I'm not like like trying to distance myself. But it's almost ignorant to think that 
Well, baseball did. Baseball people are going to get positive. Some people are going to get it. There's no way baseball went into the season going, oh, no, no one's ever going to get it. Baseball never said that. No one ever had that expectation. Hockey can do a bubble. NBA can do a bubble. Still, there's going to be potential that someone can get it. It's just fact. There are some risks, and they gave guys opportunities to opt out of the risk. And the Marlins got it. And then all of a sudden, all the coverage is like it's everywhere now in Bay. What? What I've been reading and I've been listening to, you, and if you're not someone who's really following this, you would think, oh, this is going to go around the league. And that's when reports came out today. No, 29 teams, they're doing well. Can it happen? Of course, it's a pandemic. But as of right now, it hasn't. And so I'm looking on ESPN today and getting ready for the show. And Max Kellerman, an ESPN non-baseball guy, talking head, and is on one of the most troll shows of all time, this is what he had to say. In terms of the kind of effect it has on the economy, it's much worse off if it's not handled, if you don't make the sacrifices early on, and then also stay with it until you've crushed the curve. The NBA represents a league where this was done soberly, and Major League Baseball does not. Like, the players want to play. They want to make a living. They want to play baseball. They've worked their whole lives to get to this position. Many of them are in their primes now. You don't have that many years, even in baseball. They don't want to give it up. I get it. But what are you willing to do? What are you really willing to do to have a season? If the players resisted a bubble because they didn't want to be away from their families for that length of time, I can't say I blame them. But they have to understand what that means is it's almost impossible to have a season. And they're already running up against that. The question that I have is, is it too late in the near future to put this thing on pause, create multiple bubbles, you know, enough so you can get it done, maybe even limit the games further and um, in terms of how many will be played and proceed and try to have something like a tournament for baseball um, otherwise, I, I, this, is, this is like the least of it, everyone. This was easily seen and, 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 and predictable. And the fact that we're here now and players are already saying, well, then I don't, of course. But what did they think? Once they resisted a bubble, what did they think was going to happen? So then on the exact same platform, that's ESPN, Okay, he's ESPN. He makes it seem like, Robert, you can't come on the air, right? Can you? So we don't have a mic. But Robert, in my ear, does he make it seem like this is just going all around the league right now? So you would think like that there's just, there's tests everywhere. Positive, 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 positive. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot of fact. There's not a whole lot of anything in there about it's basically get on camera and bag on baseball. And I saw that all over today. And then on the same platform, that's ESPN. ESPN writer Marley Rivera. Once again, I had this for you. 
MLB announces that in over 6,400 tests conducted since Friday, July 24th, there have been no new positives of on-field personnel from any of the other 29 teams. And that, and Robert says, that can change in five minutes. Okay, but it hasn't. It hasn't. And by the way, those same Marlins players, they just beat up on the Phillies, I think it was 11-6. to six. So it's always the, the doom and gloom with dealing with young professional athletes. Yes, we should keep everybody as safe as possible. But that's why I want to see the investigation with what happened with the Marlins. Because remember, here has been my point. These guys just didn't get together and got it. These guys have been together. I don't know when the Marlins reported for summer camp, but these guys have been together for weeks. So if you showed up to, to summer camp and you tested positive, like, and we can have our own, Jesus Lazardo. We quarantined him. He was back on the mound last Saturday. And so many of you, you want him on the mound starting now. So something happened when the Marlins showed up and and all came together. Something happened along the way while they were all together. This wasn't from the outside when they showed up. This is from the outside when they were all together which we haven't seen with 29 other teams. But that's not how it was reported today. And let's and, and Dr. Fauci, I mean god, everybody's been watching him. Let's listen. It was good morning uh, good morning America this morning. Here's Dr. Fauci. You know, I don't know. I hope so, George, because I know that Major League Baseball, the players, the owners, the managers have put a lot of effort into getting together and putting protocols that we feel would work. It's very unfortunate what happened with the Miami uh, Dolphins. It's just, first of all, I'm concerned. I hope the players are all right. I heard about a dozen of them have gotten infected. Even though they're young, vigorous, and very healthy, I hope they're okay. But you just have to watch this. This could put it in danger. I don't believe they need to stop, but we just need to follow this and see what happens with other teams on a day-by-day basis. So Dr. Fauci didn't say, close down the league. So the Marlins players got this, and I'm not going to go into rumors, which there are rumors out there. There's no factual evidence right now, and that's why this needs to be investigated. Because if someone was just super unlucky and then spreaded it, okay. But if they broke protocol, which is not doing nightlife, not doing certain things away from the group. If you listen to Ace Cast Live, we've had players, whether Chapman, Piscotti, guys on talking about, hey, we need to protect each other. 
if they're Marlin players, and I'm not accusing anybody of anything because it's one of two things. You either were super unlucky or you broke protocol. Which one is it? And if you broke protocol, then I'm going to be looking around that all of our national guys, like, what happened to your journalism skills? Why aren't you who, what, where, when, why, what, what, how are you not doing that? Because there's 29 other teams going, we think we're doing it. We think we're doing I mean, I can never say definitively we're doing it the right way. I mean, but they feel pretty good about it. And it's not running through clubhouses all over. I mean, football's starting, folks. Training camp. NBA, NHL. Well, what happens, and I don't know, but what happens if they start playing NBA games and they start playing NHL games? And the Marlins are the team that then you're going to be like, okay, something was going on. And I didn't want to single out Lou Williams from the uh, Clippers, but yes, he broke protocol and went to a gentleman's club. It's guys that make those decisions that, they don't clearly understand what they're jeopardizing. If you're going outside the circle and hanging out with people because you you can't do that. That that is what's going to make this thing either go or break is what you do really from away from the facility. You know, when you're listening to Max Kellerman there and it's like Oh, you know, you know, your family and you're the well, family guys shouldn't be heading to clubs. They shouldn't be going to gentlemen's clubs. They shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. You got two months to protect yourself, your teammates, your family, and do what's right. Same thing I've been doing. I have to go to the grocery store. I got to go to Costco. I got to do stuff for my family. Mask. Wash my hands, hand sanitizer. I'm not going to bars. I'm not, I mean, we're all closed down anyway, but the different parts of the country, they're not closed down like us. So that's kind of something that's really bothered me today that we haven't really looked into. Okay, everybody was like, oh, baseball, they're negligent, they're this or that. Eh, I think if we research this a little more, we're going to kind of find out, and, and then I'm glad. You know what? Marlins, we're, we're going to put you on hold. Philly's going to put you on hold because the Marlins put you on hold. And what I think, what, the Yankees are going to now play the Orioles? Or, all right, let's get through this, and let's learn from this. And hopefully the players all understand we learn from this. We don't make the same mistakes. We've started out really good. The original players that tested positive, we quarantined them. They now can play. Don't go out of the circle. Be smart. All right, we're, we're going to be back tomorrow. First pitch, Robert, is at what, 1240? And then I'm going to be on at 1140? 1145. Tough loss for the Athletics tonight as they lose to the Rockies 8-3. We'll see you tomorrow at 11.45 a.m. Be safe, get some sleep, and we'll see you tomorrow. 
As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. A's fans, stay in touch with the A's and even follow a few of the players on social media throughout the season. Just head over to athletics.com backslash social for a full list of our social coverage. From player accounts to Twitter handles and more, stay in touch with the A's all season long. Head over to athletics.com backslash social to see all of the options and get started. That's athletics.com backslash social. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's Cast on your device for access to A's Cast. There, you'll be able to listen to live games, game replays, and exclusive A's content. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.